Fast Forward Productions, the women are speaking. When you do practice, you need some sort of feedback to know if you're on the right track. So instead of self-taping and not knowing if your work is even competitive, you can self-tape and collect quantitative feedback. And that feedback is quantitative for a reason, so that you're not creating stories in your head about what one casting director said and starting to adjust your craft. You're really just collecting data. All we want to do is help actors. That's why we devote our work weeks to this. We are actors, a lot of us, or casting professionals. We love actors. All we want to do is help training and give back to the community. The casting process can often prove to be a mystery. The industry is complicated and decisions are nuanced with no clear path to understanding the how or the why. I'm Amanda Doyle, casting director and director of casting relations at Castability. Never before has data science been applied to an artistic process like casting an actor. Castability provides objective data, tracking each unique casting decision, giving actors and casting professionals an ability to analyze their craft. In this podcast, we will dive deep into the exploration of the creative decision-making process and reveal all that we discover in our mission to make these creative decisions quantifiable. Welcome to Castability, the podcast hosted by the Castability team. Hi guys, this is Taylor, Actor Relations at Castability, and we just wanted to bring you a brief episode today for anyone who is new to the app and maybe doesn't know where to begin. The first half of the episode, I'm going to go over all the different pathways you can use on the app, and in the second half, we're going to talk about frequently asked questions. If you are a seasoned Castability user, you can probably skip this week unless you feel like you want to start using the app differently, in which case, stick around. So, you're new to castability, you might have noticed our app is meant to do several different things for the actor, and it might be confusing where to start and how best to use your data. First, I want to say that the app was made so you can start tangibly seeing your progress and how casting perceives you. That is why we strongly believe in data, and we give automated data reports to our members every month so that they can start accruing and understanding their craft. You do need 12 challenges completed to start receiving these reports because it takes time to start to see trends and allowing the data to be reliable is very important before you start to make conclusions about your craft. Our app also has an entire another side to it. And that side is dedicated to showcasing and marketing actors so that their best work is out there for the world to see. It's about celebrating every single self-tape and all the hard work you put in and allowing actors to be discovered based on merit instead of just who they know. Our dream for the app is that it becomes a place where industry can find talent, where they can filter and find, okay, I need the innocent archetype in a drama. And that up-and-coming director who is trying to cast his movie can find some talent in his area. Or a place where reps can find new actors by directly seeing their great work that's already been vetted by casting. Right now, as the industry stands, there isn't enough places where work can be showcased and noticed based on merit alone. And if you want to use the app just to get your work showcased and seen, that is also what we are here for. That said, castability is meant to be a playground. It's a playground for you to fail. And as we discuss the pathways you can take on the app, keep in mind to that 
The point is that this is an audition simulator. We want you to try out stuff and see how casting responds. All of your rankings are emailed to you and those are always private. And the work that does not win the challenge is never seen by anybody but you. So let's talk about pathways. First and the most obvious way to use the app is consistency, having some accountability and reliable feedback loop for your weekly practice. We give you five credits for a reason because sometimes there's an extra week in the month and we just want you to be able to submit once a week as a regular habit. As you might have heard Audrey say in her self-tape May episode, which is episode 111, she asks herself no matter what to do one self-tape a week so she can never get rusty. And that way she always knows she's working every single week as an actor. And that's an incredible foundation to up-leveling your craft. That kind of consistent showing up is what's called deliberate practice. And we strongly believe in deliberate practice. And an element of that is that When you do practice, you need some sort of feedback to know if you're on the right track. So instead of self-taping and not knowing if your work is even competitive, you can self-tape and collect quantitative feedback. And that feedback is quantitative for a reason, so that you're not creating stories in your head about what one casting director said and starting to adjust your craft. You're really just collecting data. One thing that I think is sometimes misinterpreted by starting actors on the app is it's important to remember that your castability report is not a score. It's a ranking. You can only place among your peers, just like in a regular edition. The more competitive the other four actors are, the harder it will be to win. So gathering data over time and not just off of one challenge is how you actually draw real conclusions about your craft. So the first and most obvious pathway is if you just want to use the app for accountability. That's an incredible way to use your membership, get those results back from casting, get a simple yes, no on whatever it is you're testing out in your craft that week. Pathway two is identifying your marketing. If you're in a place where you're still discovering who you are as an actor, figuring out how to pitch and brand yourself to potential agents can be confusing or even how to submit yourself. We want you to have all the information you need to make informed decisions. And it's important to remember that information is coming from working casting professionals. Those are the same people evaluating your auditions, so those same results will replicate in the real world. I think it is really important for all actors, myself included, to trust that their work is coming from vetted casting professionals. And all of our curators are picked by our head of casting, Amanda Linker-Doyle, and they must be employed in a director or associate level position by a studio, network, or production company. They have a minimum of 100 weeks in the last five years. Recent, as an online casting director or associate casting director, casting principal roles in film, TV, or theater. So you can be guaranteed that these results are coming from people you respect and work with. So Back to the pathways. If you don't know your best archetypes or your best types of characters that you think you're good at playing, that is a perfect way to begin. When you get your first data report, it might be a little overwhelming. So it's great to focus on one thing at a time. If you want to follow along on our website, castability.actor slash jade, J-A-D-E, we anonymized a castability member's data over six months so you can start to understand how this data can be useful. We named her Jade and we showed you how 
she can start making informed decisions. So the first thing she did was she found out what archetype she was best in. For her, it was obvious that the rebel archetype was scoring 4.78, 4.89. All of these scores are out of five. So five being the highest you can get. So rebel was really hitting her sweet spot. In comparison, the creator archetype and the jester archetype, we're just seeing ones, twos, threes, and that's not really where she shined. And now you can already see the more scenes you complete in each genre and each archetype, this data gets more and more solid. So she took that information and right away she knew that she could find great headshots that fit her type. So that when her rep is using her new rebel archetype that maybe has her in a leather jacket or looking a little edgier, that can get her additions that she could actually book because she knows that that is work that she really shines in. We don't want actors to keep having to waste their money testing out different shots, testing out who they are. We're hoping that the information that normally would require years for actors to gather, you can gather quickly and in a controlled way on the app. Now, say Jay didn't have any reps. This is a great thing to include on your cold emails and your reach outs. If you know hey, I'm good. I play the rebel. That is very specific. You give a rep a very specific headshot. It speaks to your essence and they just know right away where to place you. Everything we said about archetypes can be said for genres. So if you are instead trying to find out where you fit in this industry, you can start honing in on your genres and your data reports. It's really important, as we all know, to know what types of shows and movies that we're best in. So for example, using Jade's data, she was obviously thriving in TV procedurals and action scenes and comparing her top scores there to be like 4.86, 4.71, so close to five to something like romantic dramedy where she was scoring ones and a three. It's very clear that she fits in that TV procedural world easier than she does in a romantic dramedy. The third pathway that you could take in approaching the app is tracking your progress and your areas of improvement. You can use these scores just to find out what you need to work on. We always provide a very simple comparison between comedy and drama. We give you these broad genres so that you can understand which one you're better at. And it's totally okay if you're a dramatic actor not really interested in comedy. But if you want to be strong in both, for example, if your scores are low in comedy, as opposed to drama, it's just a great indicator that, okay, I need to get into a comedy class. That is, I think, the most useful way to use your data, to know where you can start getting better. Sometimes it's really hard to see our own work without bias. So if you enroll in a comedy class, it's an incredible tool to look at your data before, and then a few months later, once you've really started to be able to implement those tools that you've learned, look at your data again. Is that class or technique working for you? Seek out those comedy scenes on the app to test out your progress. And then you can look at your average score before and your average score after. Is your work getting more competitive? That is what we're here for. You don't need to win every or any challenge for that matter on castability to start to see progress in your average scores over time. And we know that mastering a new skill, clearly seeing progress and celebrating very small wins is absolutely essential to your growth. Now, you don't have to enroll in a class to track this. You can just try different techniques. You can try different ways of preparing, different time limits. Possibilities are endless. 
but I encourage you to pick one intention a month and really be able to see how that clearly affects your data and then move on to a different intention. Whatever it is you're curious about, maybe you are limiting your prep time, maybe you are trying a new memorization technique or a new lighting setup, maybe in general you are just taking risks you're not sure you should take on a real edition. And then you can see how casting responds. Casting giving you lower rankings is almost more informative than winning a challenge. You know how that work landed. Lastly, another very important feature of the app that you can do regardless of what pathway you take is every time you submit a scene, please check out who won in the winner's gallery on the app. There is nothing like seeing what someone else did in the tape you actually performed yourself, seeing the opportunities you missed or opportunities you nailed and they didn't. Whatever it was about that person though, start to see and ask yourself, why did casting choose them? You are not always going to agree, but it is fascinating to start to gather this information. And I know on a lot of different channels, on Audrey Helps Actors Instagram channel, for example, people are posting their booking tape. And that is what we're trying to replicate. If you think of castability as an audition simulator, we are posting so that everyone can learn from the quote unquote booking tape. The ability to see the successful version of a scene every time you practice is going to up-level your craft so much quicker. So whether you're just joining the app so you have a place to perform every week, or you're a very analytical person and you really want to follow that data, or you don't care about data and you just want your great work to be seen by other industry professionals, there are so many different ways you can use our app. Check out part two of this episode where you can find out frequently asked questions, you can get all of those technical things out of the way, and you can start up-leveling your craft. Hey everyone, my name is Gabriella Tranquina and I am an operations coordinator for Castability. I'm so excited to sit down with you guys today. Today's episode is a short mini-sode, but it's very important. We are covering the most common questions we get in the admin email and on our Instagram. This is going to cover the best ways to get started using the app, or maybe you already have been using the app, but you just don't know the answers to these things. So please sit down and take a listen. And if you miss anything, all these questions and more are available to the public on our website support page and FAQ. That's at castability.actor slash FAQs. Castability.actor slash FAQs. So if you miss anything or would like to know more, go over there and you'll see everything we have for you guys. We have a lot of information available over there. Great. Okay. So today I'm going to go over just a few questions, not all the questions, obviously, that are on the website support page because that would take a very long time, but just the three most common and most important. Here's number one. Where can I find the scenes and why don't I see future scenes on the app? Scenes are only in the app when they are currently live. Scenes go live each weekday at 12 p.m. Pacific, except for holidays, and stay live for 60 hours. So they close at about midnight Pacific two days later. To see future scenes, head over to our website calendar, where we post the scenes a week in advance, except for self-tape May. For self-tape May, all scenes for the entire month of May will be available April 24th through May. To access the website calendar, the passcode is available in the weekly scene drop emails. The weekly scene drop emails are sent out Monday at a little after 12 p.m. Pacific, and this contains the current password to access the website scene calendar. The password changes the first Monday of every month. The current password is always in these emails. 
If you just joined or just became a member, don't worry at all. In our welcome email, which we will send you within 24 hours of the next workday that you buy your membership, we include the current scene calendar password. So you get all the information and the password to access the website scene calendar within 24 hours of the next workday following your purchase. Which brings me to my next question. I bought credits, but they have not appeared in my account yet. We are a small company and a new startup, so things are a bit more manual. Credits can take up to 24 hours of the next workday to appear in your account. This is written in multiple places on our website. This means if you buy credits on a weekend or late Friday, they may not show up until Monday as that is within 24 hours of the next workday. We are a very small company. We don't have someone consistently working on weekends right now. So credit purchases as well as questions emailed to admin will not show up in your account or be answered until Monday. Now, sometimes we do happen to see emails on the weekends or credit purchases and we're able to answer questions or add credits into your account. But that is not the more and definitely do not depend on that. Second you do, I promise you will not be giving that luck because that is how life works, isn't it? So definitely with a self-tape May and things like the show-up challenge that just completed when we have events like that in the future, if you're trying to get your scenes in in a timely fashion on the weekends, there is no guarantee that your credits will be added if they are purchased. We only consistently work on weekdays. That's the only time we are in the office and adding those credits. So do be wary of that when making a purchase. With this, how we add credits is partially manual, and sometimes we make mistakes. Not often, it's very rare, but occasionally we do make a mistake. So if you know there's a particular scene you want to submit to on a weekend, check and make sure your credits are in your account before the work week is done. If, say, you have a membership and it's a new month, make sure that your credits were re-upped back to five, just so you can submit on the weekend if there's a scene or a character you're really eager to submit to. This is rare that we make this mistake. It's not common. It's just a mistake that occasionally happens. It's not a big deal. Of course, we are more than happy to fix it. All we want to do is help actors. That's why we devote our work weeks to this. We are actors, a lot of us, or casting professionals. We love actors. All we want to do is help training and give back to the community. We love it. So we definitely always want to help. So during the work week, if there's a mistake, just shoot us an email and we'll fix it. Exactly. As I just said, we're all actors and casting professionals. So as you can imagine, we're juggling a lot, hustling to make a lot of things happening. So thank you guys so much for being understanding and being so patient with us. We appreciate it so much. Now, the last question that I'm going to go over with you guys today is when can I expect my results or have my results gone out yet and I didn't get them? Results slash scores are expected to go out the Friday of the following week once your scene closes. So if your scene closes on a Wednesday, your results are not expected to come two days later. They are expected to come nine days later, the Friday of the following week after your scene closes. Underline after your scene closes, not after you submit. This is what we aim for, and we are so happy to offer you guys quantitative feedback from established casting directors, but that means sometimes they're preoccupied with jobs, something goes wrong. As you all know, filming is crazy, so sometimes that may come up for them. This is very rare. It doesn't happen frequently. We're trying to minimize this as much as possible, but occasionally it does happen that what we aim for isn't met, and sometimes the results come a couple days after, a week after the following Friday after the scene closes. This isn't common. This doesn't happen a lot, but occasionally, sometimes it does happen. And you guys will be happy to know that our data science, the lovely Laura Neal, has automated the cumulative data reports that members get complimentary. So after members submit 12 challenges or submit to 12 takes, they get a complimentary cumulative data report. 
This has been automated by Lauren, which is so great and so cool. It's really beautiful. You can check it out on our website on the buy a membership page to see what the cumulative data reports look like because you can also buy one a la carte if you don't feel like waiting or you don't want to wait. But if you'd like it complimentary as a member, you do get them after you've submitted to 12 tapes. They're on the website. You can check them out. They're absolutely beautiful and just really beautiful in terms of learning. They're very pretty to look at too, but also just in terms of the learning, it's so enriching to see what archetypes, what genre, where you're thriving as an actor, where you maybe need to do a little bit more work, just collecting data, just collecting information to better yourself. It's really amazing. If you haven't seen yours yet or gotten one yet, I can't wait for you to get one because they're really cool. I'm very jealous that of you guys for getting them because I obviously can't submit to castability challenges, so I will never get one of those reports. I'm so jealous of you guys. I hope this episode was helpful to you guys and answered a lot of questions. If there's anything else you're wondering or you'd like to reread something, head over to our website at castability.actor slash FAQs. And our scene calendar is located at castability.actor slash calendar. Again, our scene calendar is located at castability.actor slash calendar. And that's where you input the password that you get in the scene drop emails or when you just signed up as a member or just joined. If you're having a great experience with castability, be sure to tell your actor friends to check us out. We can't wait for improvements we're going to make to the app and all the new things that we're uncovering and the data that we're uncovering and just learning more about what you, the actors, like and need. And we are actors ourselves, but we don't know everything. We don't have everyone's mind. So getting feedback from you guys is so amazing. Thank you so much. And if you would like to send us some feedback, if you haven't yet, email us at adamant at castability.actor. Adamant at castability.actor. We would be so happy to hear any feedback, anything that is interesting to know, anything that we should look into, should consider for the future. We're always looking to make improvements. So we would love to hear feedback. We love to hear from the community. The community is how we make a lot of decisions because we're trying to service you. We're trying to service the actor. So never, please, anything that comes to mind, email us at admin at castability.actor. Can't wait to hopefully see you in the admin email, but definitely see you on the app. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. I'm Gabriella Tranquina. This has been the Castability Podcast. The Castability app was created by Jay Boyer. Castability, the podcast, is produced by Fast Forward Productions and hosted by the Castability team. Thanks for listening. 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 listening.